Welcome back, everybody. Live Sports 2.0. I put season two on there. Hopefully, you're see- seeing that on your uh, podcast feeds. Right now, um, we're uh, we're down a guy. Drew is trying to figure out his computer and get logged in. Uh, but we're gonna go ahead. Maybe he'll call in uh, in the middle of the show. That's, that's my prediction. <laughs> I, he's probably on the line with Directv right now. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> They're not only are they yanking uh, Fox, which I want to hear about from you, Jacob, but they're yanking his well, internet. Um, so the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, the last two weeks that were. We plan to record uh, a little bit more frequently. We're, we'll try to be on weekly. Um, during the relaunch, we were getting ourselves set up on all of the podcast platforms. So now we're on Apple. Now we're on Stitcher. So we're good to go. Uh, but with that said, let's get uh, let's hear from. Let's hear from everybody about the last the weeks that were. Jacob? Well, uh, you know, it's it's always a good time to be alive when the Hawkeyes are ranked. Um, fortunately, after Iowa State's triple overtime thriller against the Panthers. Wow. wow. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It dropped out, um, you know, setting up for an exciting Cyhawk here this weekend um so yeah just really looking forward to it um that that's all i've been really following mm. well i teased it a little bit did you have trouble watching some big 10 games on fox you know i did i did um and i i ended up having to i siphon i guess siphon to to siphon a login for uh dish um, from my parents. So as a 30 year old man, I'm bumming satellite off my parents um, so that I could watch it. And I had a, uh, oh, I don't know. It, of course, I didn't have a Chromecast or anything like that. Just a, some cord that plugged into my computer and plugged that into the TV. So I did eventually get to watch it, but I'm. it's the inconvenience that gets me. It is staggering inconvenience and blatant that they would take my money while not shelling out any of their money to the owner of KFXA our right. local Fox affiliate but um, you know we we adapt and overcome I'm still waiting um, for DirecTV to respond to my passive aggressive tweets um, <laughs> so yeah uh, Stay tuned for that. Uh, yeah. It's... Uh, Nate, what about you? Well, uh, there's a lot of good football over the last two weeks. Uh, a lot of sloppy football as well, uh, pro and collegiate. But probably my favorite thing uh, happened with the Hawkeyes, actually. Oh. Um, pretty big news, really. And I think it kind of got swept under the rug a little bit. Um, but the Hawkeyes now have an official pizza sponsor. Oh my! And it is a uh, Quick Stars Cheese Mountain Pizza, the new official Ooh. pizza of the Iowa Hawkeyes. It's awful. You can you can grab a slice at Kinnick Stadium. So unlike the Ponchero sponsor, where you cannot get a burrito at Kinnick, um, the pizza sponsor will be offering pizza and not yeah, good but- pizza. I have a couple no. of comments about that. One, Quick Star is like really only a convenience store chain like in the very north. So yes. 
So if you are one of our <laughs> listeners that doesn't live like north of, I don't know, the Missouri border, on the Iowa-Missouri border, then you will never get it. And two, isn't Casey's, hasn't, haven't they won the convenience store battle? So shouldn't it really be Clearly. Casey's Pizza? A convenience store and a whole lot more. <laughs> at, at, I, I'd never I'm still saw, partial to Quick Star, just to let, let you guys know. I, I've never seen a Quick Star, or I had never seen a Quick Star until I went to college. Um, you know, we were kind of in the land of come and goes. Mm, yeah. And, mm, and Casey's. Yes. Um, but it's just outrageous. Quick Star Pizza. The furthest south one that I've seen is uh, Cedar Rapids. So doesn't even make it to Iowa City. <laughs> wow. So um, have you had one, Nate? Well, you probably don't have Quick Star where you live. Oh, no, we definitely don't. Um, Dang. I've, All right. I've well, I'll just ship you one. I'm going to cook it first, then I'm going to ship it to you. <laughs> it, probably, it probably tastes the same. So <laughs> it's, it's awful. not great. They do that with New York cheesecakes. That's a, an elitist comment, but <laughs> you just send people um, cheesecake. Yeah, you can. I, you can. We once. Uh, this is a long time ago. From uh, one of our fancy family friends, we got a, a New York cheesecake from Manhattan um, delivered in the mail. Tasted really good. It was like frozen, like the. It was like packaged in a cooler, or whatever. Oh, um, that's really interesting. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Just, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm baffled by week, this. In my weeks that were, um, I'm in the full swing of sports gambling, but uh, we have a special segment for that. So I'll, I'll discuss uh, my really my woes then. And then, uh, yeah, I um, packed a lot of golf in, and it actually conflicted with the Iowa State game. I was out on the course, and uh, that decided that was a good plan because as I was getting updates, Expecting Iowa State to be up, you know, I was really hoping for like a 35 to 10. I thought that would be the final score. I thought something in that zone. And then when it was like Iowa State losing fumbles and and a myriad of other things, except their defense played really well. Uh, so that was disappointing. Um, I bet you were in was, a bad way. I was all geared up for Thursday night football, and it was a dud. Um the Packers didn't want to win, but they won anyway. So I guess uh, sort, sort of a sputtering start is my uh, runway for this uh, for this week. That's a travel reference. I get it. Flyover. <laughs> yeah. We come full circle with it. So now I'd like to segue to the uh, main topic for tonight, and it's a little bit esoteric. For some of our more IQ Challenge listeners, uh, that would be most of you guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> you might have to look what es- look up what esoteric means. We're full of comments. Um, or, or positive comments. Yes. Leave us reviews. That's one of them um, science words. But I was just uh, thinking over the last couple of weeks and couple of months as the lead up, is that football, uh, at least as a product on TV, has never really been more popular. ESPN added another channel to accommodate that. That's one example. Um, The NFL is expanding its product into other international cities. And it just feels like football on TV as a product is growing, 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 like uh, forever booming. 
But then because uh, I work in um, high school athletics and I know uh, Jacob, you do too, I've seen some numbers and there the participation rates amongst young people are declining. And so the main point I'm trying to make is I believe we are at peak football and we are right on the heat, um, beginnings of a recession where um, football looks drastically different. And uh, I just wanted to go a little round robin here and get your guys' comments on this topic. Uh, the question is, are we at peak football? And if the recession comes, will it bring about uh, a changed look for the sport? I would I would agree that we are at, at a peak uh, for football right now. Um, but I mean, I, I'd watch any game that was on, so it could be Tulane versus the, I don't know, Iowa school (laughs) for the blind and I'd watch it, but yeah. Um, as far as a numbers thing goes, I mean, just, just off the top of my head, we had 12 kids sign up for seventh grade football this year. Hmm. Whoa. 12. 12. Um, when you were going through how many seventh graders would go out for football? Oh, I bet. I bet we had 40, 35. And that was what? Like, um, uh, like 18 years ago, 18 years ago. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) So are, are the class sizes different or, um, what else I, are these kids doing? I just not playing football. I think that I think you've had all of the the injury stuff come out and the CTE and the sure. concussions and all that stuff. And you know, I think that scared some kids off. But also I think that that tackle football youth leagues have a lot to do with it too. And kids That's just true. simply get burnt out quicker. Right. Um you know, no kid likes to, I mean, there's only a select few that are actually dishing out punishment when you're that age and you can clearly see who's, you know, a little stronger until mm-hmm. they get to high school and everybody catches up. But, you know, I, I just don't think they like to go through that and they'd rather play their fortnights and watch their, <laughs> watch their tickety talks and, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, which it's sad because I think football is one of the greatest sports. You know, you've got eleven well, people battling together, and I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'll stop here before I. I, uh, I agree. I want my shorts. In, but my rebuttal is: Do you think the majority of the problem is a distracted youth, as you say, like you said, uh, playing video games, being distracted on their phones? Is that why people aren't going out, or is there? I mean, I know it's a little more than one thing, but is that the biggest yeah. thing? Um, to me, yes, that's what I'd say. You know, I think they just, at at the risk of being offensive here, I think that we have kind of a a soft generation that, that don't they don't want to work for it. Right. You know, I mean, football's hard. It's not fun. You know, <laughs> it's not fun grinding. I didn't finish my sentence. It's not fun you know grinding game away. That game sucks. Hey, you want to go out fun. and play that that terrible game? I think the same thing about golf. Golf isn't fun. Um, but you know, uh, 
it's interesting to see our freshman um, football team because they're used to coming from, you know, junior high and it's six weeks long. And now right. that now they have to show up in June and go all the way to November. It's a grind. But so I don't know. I think they kind of outweigh it or weigh the options and think, hey, eh, I'd just rather do something else. Right. Nate, what do you think? I guess for me, I, obviously, football's never been more popular. Um, it grows every year and has for how long now, and it's outpaced the other sports uh, tremendously, um, you know, just from a TV ratings standpoint. And, you know, there's there are football games on TV every night of the week. I mean, maybe not Tuesday, um, but – Every other well, not night, Tuesdays, right? Uh, you know, Sunday night football, Monday night. You got action on Wednesday and Thursday, and you have Friday and Saturday and Sunday during the day now. So, um, and then you know, with with gambling and uh, fantasy sports getting bigger and bigger, more people are interested in maybe a different way, um, but it keeps the interest there. Um, and you know, the equipment is, is just getting better and better. And I think some rule changes have helped keep it safer. It's still incredibly dangerous. I mean, um, from a, from a hobby standpoint, it's, it isn't, it is dangerous and it takes a toll on people, but, um, I, I don't think it's going to go anywhere anytime soon. And, uh, it's not something that worries me as a football fan and, um, I'm not worried about the future of the sport. In other words, you know, I'm not worried. Oh. No. Interesting. Well, you have an interesting point with the whole fantasy and the betting where, where it's not people so much rooting for, for one team, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, they're fans in a different aspect. You know, they're rooting for specific players or right. specific bets. And, you know, I, it's, it's weird. I don't know. I, um, I'm worried that it's going to go away because we're seeing less and less participation, but it's not just football. It's actually all uh, high school athletics across the board. The um, company that makes me take the, um, or they offer the concussion course I have to take Jacob, you took it as well mm-hmm. um, for young athletes. They did a survey and like percentage wise every year for the last like three years, the percentage of people who go out for sports is dropping. And they blame it on um, also specialization. Like people, oh. if people are only going out for basketball, now they're not going out for football and track okay. and other things. Um, but I'm not sure if it's because they're soft, in other words, or if it's because there's um, just a uh, like a lack of community. Like football used to be, I'm guessing, uh, when you were a seventh grader, Jacob, and I played in seventh grade. Believe it or not. Uh, that was where you went to go hang out with people yeah. is on the football field and during right. practice. Like if you weren't there, where were you? You were probably home alone by yourself. And th- that was very boring, but now um, MSN message people. Yeah. Now- <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> now, you know, you don't have to go to your sport practice. You and like five of your buddies can go and it's not even just about video games. It's just, there's a, there's other options. Um, yep. Football in particular is uh, dangerous, especially compared to some of the other um, fall sports you can do. 
uh, like soccer country. Soccer has more concussions than football. I'd just like to throw <laughs> that out there. That's interesting. I think I, I think I did know that. Um, oh. It's also tough on people's like knee ligaments and stuff and their hamstrings. But I just think uh, people are finding community in other places than youth sports, and so they are not hanging out there. And I think that's what's happening. Well, and I think that they don't. I, I guess I don't know have the right words how to say this, but they don't. They're not holistic fans of the sports that they play. Um, and I guess football is the big example. You know, we've got kids on the football team who don't really enjoy watching football. Hmm. You know, it's just kind of they come out and they play, and oh, that's that's it. Like they don't have that authentic passion for watching it and learning the game. And I don't know. And I mean, I guess I, I coach other things too, but they're kind of more obscure sports. I mean, no one really goes and watches track anyway. I mean, yeah. Like, unless you have an athlete. Yeah. Running. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, you don't go home like, Oh, we got big track meet. We got the pen relays. <laughs> Better go record it. No. Yeah. So they just don't watch the games either. And so I think that, you know, kind of kind of furthers their their disengagement. Yeah, well, um, Nate or Jacob, anything to add? I'm not sure there's really a uh, conclusion. No, if we had the answers, we'd probably be paid more. <laughs> yeah, I just... Um, I guess kind of going back to the, you know, the youth tackling, um, is I guess myself growing up play, we had flag football until <laughs> seventh so, grade. Th- th- yeah, we played so flag third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, and then you started playing tackle. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in my opinion, kids playing tackle and in third grade now is way you know, too young or whatever yeah. age they're playing at. Um, it's just, you know, flag football is kind of fun. It's a fun introduction to the sport. Um, yeah. And you learn fundamentals. You know, right. Um, and then once, you know, you throw the pads on, things start to get a little more serious. And uh, I just, I, I'm all for playing football. I would, you know, push my kids towards doing it, but I, I don't know that I would feel comfortable having them play tackle at that age. But no. I have to say, um, me and my wife, we have two girls, and she's ecstatic that we don't have to make the decision about our daughters playing football. Although uh, I was driving by the softball fields, and that's where they play flag football here in town. I kind of want my daughters to play flag football. It looks really fun, mm-hmm. right? I definitely saw women – or women. I definitely saw girls out there. <laughs> no, it's a ton of fun. All right. That's great. I mean, it's just it's not as not as intense. They'll probably rope me into coaching, and I'll just be like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> nah, throw it to the tall one. <laughs> but um, no, I think that's uh, there's a lot of interesting points. There's there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot more options for kids to um, stay connected with one another now instead of being a part of a, a team. 
Yeah. Now know. they bully people over phones, not in person. <laughs> you don't have to right. be next to someone to make fun of them. Right. Yeah. You can You don't have to go to football practice to pick on some kid. You can no. snap face him or yeah, whatever yeah. it may be. All right. Well, thanks guys for the discussion. Hopefully our listeners, uh, if you guys have a uh, point to make, you can email us at flyoversportspodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to read them. Uh, we're going to go to our next segment, which is three and out. Uh, Nate, I believe you have three questions for us. Um, I do. Even a fourth for the out. So let's, let's see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so we'll, we'll take a nice little layup here for the first one after the, First two weeks of college football. I know Iowa State's only played one, but uh, do you feel better, worse, or about the same about your team? I I feel pretty good, um, but I would say that I feel about the same. So I, I went into the season feeling pretty good. Um, I think it's just far too early to tell. You know, you play. Miami and you play Rutgers. So the level of competition, you know, I was notorious for playing to their level of competition, which is why it was shocking to actually see a zero on the board. Um, but, you know, you just don't have that gauge for, for how good they are yet. Um, I think Stanley's had a good um, beginning to the year. Um, you know, Sargent's been, been running really well. Um, yeah, and he took some massive hits in that Rutgers yeah. game. Big ones. Um, so, I mean, things look good, but I'll be interested to see th- this weekend against Iowa State how we look. Um, I love week one because – and I said this on the first podcast. So you can play it back. Um, I said I was looking forward to the overreactions. And I'm sticking with that here uh, heading into week three where I think people overreacted to the Iowa State um, game. I It is concerning the lack of offense after losing um, two people to the NFL for the probably the first time in a long time. But um, the lack of offense is concerning. I just uh, – I went into the season thinking that, you know, nine or 10 wins is a possibility, especially the way the conference is shaking out. But now Texas looks to be back for sure. Although I think we could still beat them. Um, Jalen hurts in Oklahoma are killing it. Even Kansas state has just been on a tear. So the amount of easy games in the big 12 has shrunk from what I thought would be, um, competitive games to now they're like you know we'll probably be underdogs so um i think you know uh what would be a good season uh eight wins is still expected and it's gonna have to come from winning um this next one so we can go two now what about the badgers yeah for me um i guess there are a lot of uncertainties um coming into the year based off of what happened last season um, but so far they, they've looked good on defense. Um, the offense has been m- more dynamic than it has been in quite a while. Um, you know, they threw a 50 yard touchdown pass on Saturday and I had to watch it a couple of times to believe that it actually happened in a Wisconsin game. So, um, they do look better than I thought, um, to, 
pretty soft opponents so far. Um, you know, we'll have a bye week here, then it's Mr. Khaki Pants in week four in Camp Randall. So um, things are looking good so far. I think I'm a little more optimistic than than the season started. And oh, look at this. Uh, viewers, or not viewers, listeners, uh, we have someone calling in. Caller, are you there? Yes, I'm here, guys. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, it's Drew. Hi, Drew. Hello. Sorry for the technical difficulties. No, I, but I'm here. Yeah, uh, the question was, after week one uh, and two, how do you feel about your respective teams? And Jacob shared a little bit about the Hawks, but uh, what do you think? Oh. Well, I guess, I guess Iowa has done what they've supposed to so far. Um, they covered twice. Yeah. I mean, I I think um, from what I've seen, maybe a little better than I expected. Um, wide receivers haven't looked this good in a long time. Um, Stanley's looked pretty sharp, but um, with him, you know, playing the lesser teams, that, that's never been an issue. It's it's always been the big games with him. Um, so, I don't know. I guess we'll find out for sure where they're at on Saturday. Um, yeah, already said that. Move on, caller. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got. All right. Well, All great. Right. Uh, Nate's got a question too. Yeah, we'll uh, shift gears here. Um, I've done a lot of driving recently, and I was kind of thinking. Um, there's a lot of time to think as I was driving. And what's your personal philosophy on speeding? So, for example, mine is um, I was so if it's 65, I go six over plus one, so 72. So if it's 75, go seven over plus one, 83. That's my thought on it. There's, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I was just curious what you guys thought. First of all, that seems way too confusing. You have thought this out. <laughs> well, I mean, been driving. Yeah. What, what's oh, wait, say what's, it again, Nate. I didn't. Yeah. Plus one. You're plus one. So you take <laughs> the first number in the speed limit and you add one to it. Okay. So it's. Oh, Speed limit okay. 70 and you drive 71? No, no, no. So Eight? if it's 70, you take the 7 plus 1, so you, you drive go 70. Yes. I, um, I'd like to go first. I heard an old adage uh, from someone who um, saw a lot of speeding tickets. And it's uh, the, the – what am I trying to say? The state troopers have a saying uh, – Nine, you're fine. Ten, you're mine. So hmm. ten over the speed limit, they start looking at their guns, thinking if they should pull you over. But if you go, you know, nine over, and I think that's true. I've never been pulled over going nine over. Um, but typically I go seven over. I just don't like the speed, you know. Uh, I got lots of podcasts to power through. <laughs> I I stick with the standard. I guess I'm the old fogey here. I go six. Six over, because I think five, you're just kind of, yeah. But six, I think if a a law enforcement official were to gun you and say six over, I think they're going to round that one down. Yeah, basically five. I think so six (laughs) to seven is what I go. So not 
not the first number times four minus eight <laughs> yeah, that was divided by its yeah. <laughs> no, I just stick at six. Hmm. Yeah, I'm um I'm like six or seven over. No hmm. no mathematical formulas here. I thought you went under the speed limit, actually. <laughs> yeah, you and your Alero <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> For years, Drew did drive a Buick, um, a good, good car. Oh, oh. that's not my 90, Buick. Had a '96 Buick with Saber, and boy, she, hmm. that's a smooth ride right there. I might have to, <laughs> I might have to find one. As a sport car, yeah, <laughs> fixing it up in your garage. Probably way to take the top. Take the top off too. Oh, there you go. There's a lot of yeah. room in those. Hacksaw. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna go in the garage and work on the Buick, honey. <laughs> Just gotta watch Home Improvement. Oh, Take man. the restrictor plate off. <laughs> but I haven't had, you know, I haven't had a speed speeding ticket in a while, so maybe I should, <laughs> maybe I should, uh, you know, test it. Yeah. Jack up, jack up my theory a little bit here. Maybe I'll send you this formula and uh, you know plug it into your. Although I now know, I feel confident, dominant. Nate, that you can convert Fahrenheit to uh, Celsius. Hmm. Well, get back to me on that, and uh, I'll, I'll help you out. Um, okay, that was interesting. I thought I was yeah, wow, driving. Nice. I thought I was driving slow, but uh, I guess that's me. Hmm. Oh. All right. So a sixty. Five, you go seven. That's so you're driving seventy-two. Yes. Okay. Yes. However, there's a lot more uh, competition on my roadways <laughs> compared to. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you should see yeah. this booming metropolis. <laughs> well, yeah, those, tech, those Texas drivers. That's like uh, that's that's like going five under to them. That's like playing in a game of real life Mario Kart. Yeah. Pretty much. Death race or whatever it's called. <laughs> okay. We'll go to the next one here. And uh with it being old Cyhawk week and with game day, college game day being in Ames for was his first time ever. Is that correct? Yes. Historic. Okay. Exciting. Um who if you had the chance to pick the college game day guest picker, who would it be? Hmm. Well, I mean, they usually do someone who's affiliated with the university or the state, correct? Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, you've got you've, you've got a lot of great Iowans that you could pick from. I mean, you could have Bob Feller. Uh, this is any 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 person, correct? Any um, yeah, any celebrity. All right, a living organism. Living. Okay. Well, that cuts my list. That cuts my list. I know that kind of ruins my joke, but I'll uh, say it that way. Yeah, I was gonna say you could have Bob Feller, John Wayne. That's what I was gonna say. Gosh. Oh. You even Glenn Miller. <laughs> George Washington Carver. George. Yeah. Well, that's 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 kind of where I was going. Yeah. You know, Iowa State, Ames, George Washington Carver. 
I don't uh, think these guys are in the cryotherapy tanks still he, alive. So he could do a, a whole, um, you know, they they always eating food. He could bring out some sort of base made from peanuts. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I guess oh, maybe you get a renowned singer like a, Simon Estes up there. Oh, <laughs> hey. Yeah, I, you know, just just keep mm. the crowd entertained. Keep that party going. No Visha, you know. For our uh, listeners who may not know, Simon Estes is a fame opera singer. Famed. I would bring incredible ratings to College Game Day. Yes, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> um, well, I, I, I don't know. Maybe a Ashton Kutcher. Oh, oh. You know, that's such a good that's what it's gonna be legit good answer. So yeah. my answer is it can really only be two people, although I do like the Ashton guess. Um it can either be slipknot. Oh. Know you're thinking. <laughs> that sounds impossible, but they are like a very popular metal band from the state of Iowa. Oh my I god. Think, <laughs> I don't know if they're into college football, but it's either gonna be slipknot or it's gonna be um Seneca Wallace. One of those two. Oh, he's not doing anything right now. Let's call him up. I think he owns the Wing franchise, and yeah. he has wing. one in Ames. <laughs> wing franchise. Hmm. I I don't know. Could be Seneca. I'd rather have John Wayne's ashes up there. I thought I thought Corso might throw on the uh, John Wayne headgear. Like say negative things about Native Americans. <laughs> oh yeah, you could. Oh, a lot of great chiefs could have also. It, Chief Wapolo could be up there picking. Maybe a Keokuk. <laughs> wow. I've got a couple. I, I've got a couple ideas. I've been thinking about this a lot. So Seneca is not a bad option. I don't know. Is he well known outside of Iowa? I don't know. No, back up. No, yeah. Uh, but I do have a couple ideas for people that are would be well known outside the state. Sorry, are you I'm, going to share them? I'm dealing with some. The Uber conference just told me I have a minute left, so I'll go quick. Are your so, calling card? Yes, my <laughs> calling card. So, um, someone, someone that's well known outside the state, that's a mover and a shaker, maybe a little controversial. Um, what do you think about Steve King? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that would go so well. I think Jesus would win. <laughs> okay, a more, a more serious answer. Um, what do you think about Kurt Warner? Ooh. Oh man, okay. Uh, you've Ashton and Kurt Warner. Those sound like really good choices. Okay, I have three more options. So I and I didn't I didn't come up with this, but I saw on Twitter someone mentioned Kevin Costner. I can see ESPN doing that, kind of relating it to the baseball game next summer happening at Field of Dreams. Um. Also, they they strolled out Undertaker this past Saturday, so <laughs> yes. they bring out 
and they they bring out uh, Iowa and Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah, Ooh. there you go. Guys, uh, keep going. Finish off here. Finally, my last one is Sean Johnson, which is a stretch, but, you know, she's well-known outside of Iowa. And um, that's that's pretty good. And then and then the wild card would be Mrs. Breadbags herself, Joni Ernst. Oh, <laughs> the breadbags. I don't think ESPN has the guts to go political, but if they did, it would be Steve King or Joni. So let's these are all great references here. But let's let's be honest with ourselves. <clears throat> Who is the one B-list celebrity that probably has nothing going on but always is there to, quote, represent Iowa? Give up? Yep. Tom Arnold. Oh, God. Yeah. He has has connections in the TV world. Yeah. We're going to get a Tom Arnold. Hmm. Wow, you guys came up with so much better answers than I thought. Well, I still have one. Ooh. And um, Herbert Hoover. I'm surprised. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I'm surprised I, I made it this far. Um, thought this male would have been selected by now. Um, I'm going to go with. ABC superstar, Dancing with the Stars alum. Okay. Um, some legal troubles um, have recently plagued this individual, and uh, oh, he uh, farming. Yes. Chris Souls himself. Oh no! Famous <laughs> Iowa State alum. Wow. He went to Iowa State. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, um, if I'm his lawyer, I'm telling him don't do this. <laughs> How could it go wrong? Oh, Chris. <laughs> oh, Chris. Man, you're right. This is like a really strong list, though. Well, I'm looking up. Kurt Warner might be the answer, but. Zach Johnson? Shoot. Hey, did you guys know I got retweeted by Zach Johnson recently? I saw that. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I just thought all my can, listeners should know. Any uh, chance they bring up, like, Steve Prome? I, oh, maybe. Right? I suppose. Oh, you could get Lolo Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's another good one there. Mamie Eisenhower? I'm just looking. I'm looking them up here now. Chuck Grassley. Oh, the Chuck. <laughs> I think Drew secretly wants to watch CNN. He's just like, uh. yeah. I, I, <laughs> enough of um, the game. Let's see. Who's the guy on Office Space? Um, Ron Livingston's from really? Cedar Rapids. Which yeah. actor was that? Which character? Uh, the main character. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yes, he's from Cedar Rapids. Also starring in A Million Little Things, you know, if you guys are into that. <laughs> oh, yes. No, I, uh, I have, the world is pretty depressing enough. I don't have to watch that. Actually, 
I've changed my vote from Tom Arnold to another native born son, Nate Roos. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Is he making music yes. anymore? I don't with know. The, with a live performance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be a lot he, of fun. He comes out to sing some nights and it's just like horribly off key and just like <laughs> he's falling over. Well, some there's, nights. There's quite a bit of people. The actress who plays Red on Orange is the New Black was from Iowa. You know, I never was, I never got into that show. Well, other people like it, Kenton. Yeah, I know. There's Other a, people like Game of Thrones, too. Seth Rollins, pro wrestler. You know, George Kittle would be <laughs> all over that. Anyway, um, maybe I'm George done. Kittle. Sorry. Could be. We did already say Seth Rollins, though. I don't know. I know you were oh, here. Did? Yeah, you were here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Nate, what's your uh, last question? What's the out? Um, That's a good question. I don't have one. Uh, oh, that's a uh, letdown. <laughs> well, I mean, last week it was. What are you looking forward to in the upcoming week? I'm so, looking forward to a full work week. Yeah, let's do it again. Mm. Are you really? <laughs> no, mm. no, I'm not. Well, mm. I'm looking forward to uh, the Cyhawk game. Um, the people that don't watch a lot of football really come out of the woodwork and they start talking about football and it becomes really obvious right away. Oh, yes. Because they use terms like the game. Are you watching the game this weekend? It's like, yeah, there's more than one, but I get it. There's one big one. <laughs> you know what oh, I'm Did you know for? that game day is coming? Yeah, I know. It's like my Ames, job to Ames know. Day. Yeah. Ames oh, some yes. people are calling it Ames Day. Yeah, we know. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, silently staring at people while they tell me um, there's a big game this weekend. Can't wait. Here's what I'm looking forward to. Finding ways to avoid the the mandatory, oh, let's have a tailgate at work party. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I think I already have one. I can't. What am I supposed to do? Bring KFC? I don't know. I just won't go. <laughs> It's not going to work. <laughs> no, the, the potluck. Okay. People are like, oh, what'd you bring? And then I have to lie and like point to the pizza and be like, yeah, I brought that. While well, I you take brought, the rest of the food. You brought the cheese mountain pizza. Oh, yeah. I yes. brought the Iowa Hawkeye pizza. So that's, I don't know. I, I didn't know we were actually doing this question. But yeah, definitely the the game. The game. The only one being played. Drew, what are you looking forward to? Well, I guess I got to go with something different, right? Just stay. No, we've Game done bad radio before. <laughs> it's what we excel at. Say, yeah. I can't just say Ames Day, so I'm going to throw a little curveball, and I'll say uh, uh, Vikings Packers also play Ooh. on Sunday. Uh, oh, Purple boys yeah, look pretty good. Pretty interesting game. Both both teams look uh, a lot better. Uh, so I'm I'm kind of interested to see how that one turns out. Um, Dalvin Cook looked really good. Looks like the Packers defense is pretty good this year. So um, unfortunately, uh, 
Kirk Cousins is still playing, so we have to deal with that. But um, yeah, but Matt, made Matt Ryan look like a chump today, though. Yeah, yeah, Vikings defense looked good. So, oh, I'm. I think the NFL is really interesting this year, and so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that game. Yeah, for me, um, since I don't really have a, a dog in the fight in this Cyhawk game, I I love watching the jabs. Um, some people trying to stay above the fray, as some might say. Um, but once that first first jab gets thrown, it's gonna it's gonna unleash something. Well, you know, Mullen's uh, gonna throw the first jab. Oh yes. The one guy who does another classic example. He's referencing one of our friends who uh, doesn't know football that well. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Jacob. Someone we have to put up with, even oh, though he's yeah. rooting for the same team I am. Yep. But like this is a this is a special game. So you're watching Very a game with people you would not typically watch a football game with, correct? Yep. Which adds an interesting dynamic. In his, of itself, you know, there's the craft beer guy. Oh, I um, hate that guy. White Claw guy. Now has joined oh, the today. Love that guy. <laughs> wow. I love that because it's me. How are you married? <laughs> do you keep them in oh. a filing cabinet or in the fridge? Just so oh, we you let you do that. Oh, don't. Don't lie, you love them. Yeah. Oh, I I did have one a couple weeks ago. It was not that bad. <laughs> black cherry or mango? Oh, it was black cherry. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, for me it's 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 watching that. Um uh, it's always entertaining um from my end. And then, you know, the NFL, I thought it's pretty interesting this first week. We didn't even really get into the Antonio Brown stuff, which, um, good lord, uh, he's just misunderstood, the, right? Clearly, <laughs> Mister Misunderstood. Knock on wood, if you're with me, <laughs> I blame the schools. Well, he is no longer with him, so, uh, will he be the cancer that finally derails the Patriots? Yeah, I hope so. No, <laughs> no, but it Don't just makes them. So much more likable. So, you seem Boy. like the kind of guy who watches football with a lot of different people. Welsh, me? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Huh. Unfortunately, yes. I do, yeah. but they all live in my head. Kenton, <laughs> <laughs> you've been known to get quite feisty at the television. <laughs> but I have. I see. I. I don't know. I have a select few people that I will will watch with. Like I won't just watch with a random person. But right. I yeah. That's a viewing party. Yeah, and I don't prefer to watch them with other people. To be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's just a little unavoidable. Yep, I got you. And I just little side note. Yeah, and part of it is like you don't want people to see how you act. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that you actually care this much about other people's yeah. performances. Like, who is this thirty year old child watching this game? 
you put this much stake in how other people play this game. Yeah. I think that's I'm a good it. transition to uh, our uh, – I'm just going to call it our covers segment because I feel like there's more than just me betting on these games. Um, so the cover yeah, segment, we're going to have to talk room. about – let's do a little recap. Um, I gave out one winner and one loser. Um, from week one, I gave out um, – oh, my gosh, I forgot already. But whoever Texas A&M was playing, uh, plus 35. and they covered that. Unfortunately, um, for me and Drew, we hit it again at 33 and a half and it was 34. That's just a classic chasing gambling story. Um, and then, so that was a win, but the loss was I had Louisiana tech, uh, plus 21 over Texas. It was like 45 to 14. I mean, it was a complete blowout. Um, but then me and Drew had the tease of the year, probably, um, last week where we had Northwestern was plus six, and uh, if you had plus six, we feel for you because they gave up a touchdown um, late to lose by 10. But we teased that with Virginia. Uh, Virginia won the game, and we were in the clear. So that was pretty good. Uh, but this week we have uh, – we're looking at some early lines. So based on when you hear this, I don't know if you'll be able to get the same lines. The early lines we're seeing for the um, – Iowa State game is Iowa State minus one. I have this game as um, Iowa minus three and a half. So I have a perfect method for this, and this is going to be one of my bets. And it is I'm going to put money on Iowa to cover the numbers, maybe even money line if it's going to hover around minus one. And if Iowa State wins, I feel awesome. And if Iowa wins, I don't feel as awesome, but I want a little money. some people will see this as sacrilege but those people need to grow up we live in a capitalist world it's time to make some money so one of my locks this week is iowa at plus one or the money line uh so i have a second one but uh drew i'll let you say a few things well yeah i i would like to say some things about college football but i'm not seeing many lines so far um so i'm i'm going to turn to the nfl here as i'm just scrolling through the lines and i don't know if any of you guys saw the dolphins play today oh boy um, my goodness so they are 14 and a half 14 ladies and gentlemen 14 and a half point underdogs next week against the patriots oh no <laughs> And you're going to want to take out a second mortgage and put that on the Patriots next week. <sighs> cover that. I know they, I know they don't normally uh, play well in Miami, but uh, this looks like a, this looks like a class two A high school team playing in Miami right now. So. Um, Bet all you have, Patriots minus fourteen and a half. I know that's a crazy number for the NFL, but just do it. <laughs> it's hard to argue with you because of what the Patriots are doing currently and how the Dolphins looked. But I do want to bring up to betters last year's uh, multilateral game where Miami won uh, on right at the gun. Do you remember that, Drew? Oh yeah. So I, I think that should hang in some people's heads. I mean, but it, 
how can I say that's a bad bet? Um, Nate or Jacob, thoughts? I, uh, dolphins are bad. Yes. They're like pacifist sharks. <laughs> I don't, I, sorry, I don't have a whole lot to contribute to the betting. Um, I guess I would, I am less confident than Drew is. Um, because I think you know anything can anything can happen in the NFL. You don't know. Look at the whole Antonio Brown situation. Yeah, I uh, I definitely agree with Drew. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, my second, uh, I'm going to have three locks this week. That's probably too many locks to have. But number one, Iowa money line or plus one. Um, take that all the way to like Iowa minus three. Um, my second one is Northern Illinois at Nebraska. Northern Illinois is plus 14 at the Huskers. Why would I not choose to fade Nebraska Mm. yet again? So Nebraska failed to cover in week one last week. They were ahead 17 and nothing at halftime. By the way, I was nervous. So I took the uh, total and the total was 63. And a half, and so at halftime, with only 17 points scored in the game, I thought I had made the correct call because I was leaning towards fading Nebraska and betting on Colorado. Colorado scored 52 points the week before. Lo and behold, Colorado scores like 30 points in the second half, 31 actually. The total goes over because it goes to overtime. Oh, just so I lose, and I could have bet Colorado money line, and they would have won. Mm. So. Uh, I'm going to take the profit I make from um, the uh, Iowa winning their bet. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to place it on Northern Illinois plus 14. If it moves a little bit, if it moves like below uh, 12, I don't think you should take it. I do expect some people to continue to fade Nebraska. Why wouldn't you? All right. And then my third one, my third lock is uh, Wyoming is playing – Idaho somebody or other, or is it Idaho State? Let's look it up. Yeah, they're playing Idaho. Uh, there's no line out yet for that game. Just bet Idaho. It doesn't matter. That's my third lock. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Wyoming is the luckiest team in college football. I'm just I'm, – I'm one shocked that you found a way to get misery out of Nebraska losing to Colorado. Correct. I, I know. I lost – but then oh two to come around and to to put money against Nebraska again, I think it's just wonderful. Anytime you can put down Nebraska is it's a wonderful thing. I mean, I don't know what NIU did last week. Um I think they I don't know, but it doesn't matter really. Well they probably didn't have a felon at running back and suspended mm-hmm. for a half. Uh, Nebraska currently ranks outside the top 100 in rushing with 3.1 yards per rush. Hmm. They also and, have uh, that, uh, that the uh, kicker is really impressive as well. Oh, my goodness. The Huskies rank inside the top 15 total defense, too. So, it's um, mm. interesting. Kenton, have you seen an over-under for the Sci-Hog game? Yeah, 47. Um, that's like the suggested line. Uh, 
I would expect that to go up, honestly. Um, I think that's a little too low. Yeah, I agree. Maybe. Two pretty good defenses. I don't know. We'll see. Um, the total should be closer to like 50 or 49. So if it is 47, I'll think about playing the over, but I don't know. I, I just kind of got, I did not have a good betting weekend. So we'll see. I wish right. you luck. Thanks, man. Uh, we'll see how I, I'll we'll try and keep track. We'll say I'm one and one. Uh, Drew, do you want to give out any for the pod that you feel are you, so I can keep track of our record? Well, I was. I'll go. Like I said, I'll go. Patriots minus fourteen and a half. Um, All right. I'll take. I'll take Iowa. Whatever the line is. Oh, okay. I do have one. I'm going to well. put you down for the closing line, so we'll see. Yeah. That's what you said um, too, Nate. I, um, yeah, I don't bet, but I live vicariously through you guys. But I just saw something that is interesting. Oklahoma is a 22 point favorite over UCLA, and I think Oklahoma will blow them out of the water. Yeah. They look good. Yeah, that does seem like a good bet, too. All right. Well, uh, that takes us to the end. Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, we have a, we're looking forward to a great week ahead. We're going to record again next Sunday. Um, Jacob's got his high school uh, football team that he's coaching. Hopefully, they win. I got my high school golf team. Hopefully, we win. Yeah, yeah. Got a couple of competitions. Uh, Nate has uh, – I don't know what he got going on this week. Put some ice on Pat Mahomes' ankle this week so oh yeah yeah got to tape that up and drew what are you doing i am just mentally preparing for the side hog game oh he's nervous the game i think you have to host a tailgate at your school so good luck yep definitely that's a yes they're doing it all right well thanks guys see you next time bye